Ruby, baby, good Ruby. Bienvenidas a Radio Menea, y'all. I'm Miriam Soyla Perez. And I'm Vero Valleti Flores, and we are two Latinx fans with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we have an episode full of thirsty songs. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, y'all. <laughs> we are... Uh, trying to start with something easy and literally every single song in the world is about sex. So here we are. (laughs) And this pick that we started with is yours. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, I mean, I love Fever. I love La Lupe. Let's take another listen to it and we'll talk about it when we come back. Everybody, 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 everybody got the fever. That is something you all know. So yeah, to me, this is like, yeah, like the thirsty song of all time, you know, like fever. My favorite part about it is that La Lupe's accent in English is really just truly my favorite. I love hearing interviews of her speaking in English. I love um, hearing her sing in English because her accent has this like, I don't give a fuck about gringos affect Mm -hmm. to it that Mm -hmm. I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love when she's like, Tener fiebre no es de ahora, hace mucho tiempo que empezó. Like, because <laughs> I feel like every single generation has this like pearl clutching moment about like, you know, what the kids are doing these days. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Eso no es de ahora, man, you know? Your comments about her accent remind me of the classic Celia Cruz. Um, my English is not very good looking, but like also like, and I don't give a fuck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so great. It's so great. I feel like one of the things that happens, um, a lot with language for me is like, I feel like the purpose of language is to be understood. So if you can be understood, then you're speaking correctly. You know, um, I, there's a lot of like, classed and raced um, mm-hmm. policing of language that happens, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
either because of people's accents in a language that they're not um, a native speaker to, or even like, Mm -hmm. you know, the way that Caribbean Spanish gets Mm -hmm. uh, policed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I find often that I was speaking actually about um, Venezuelan Spanish. We like don't pronounce S's very much. Mm -hmm. We like say like, we like have like an aspiration usually like, Mm-hmm. We don't pronounce them the way that, like, say, like, Mexican folks would, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's an example? It, what's a word that... Like, escapate conmigo, you know? Right, right, right. We don't say yeah. escapate. We say, like, right. escapate, you know? Right. Which is very um, Caribbean also, right? To me? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, but it gets... I think that, like, there's a lot of, like, especially with, like, snobby wealthy venezuelans are like oh no venezuelans don't do that you know like or like are trying to like speak in a different way or like even other people like across latin america sometimes are like oh you don't you don't pronounce your s's like that's like caribbean people are often a target of that sort of language policing and it's so interesting because i was thinking about how Argentines actually don't either. And the only reason I know this is because I was listening to my dear friend Jasmine Mm -hmm. Garst's um, Mm -hmm. podcast, The Last Cup. Mm -hmm. So I'm like so deep. And I've been listening to it in Spanish and so deeply familiar with her Argentine accent. And I'm like, Argentines do it too, but nobody ever fucks with them about it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's Well, because there's this like sense that Argentines are like, I feel like they're seen as like, I don't know, elite or something, right? Like there's all these hierarchies in South yeah, America. Yeah, they're seen as like, more elite and they're seen as right. white, which is Whiter. actually yeah. like a really deep erasure. Like it's a really deep erasure of people of color in Argentina also. Uh-huh. Like it works. Yeah, totally. Like it cuts many ways. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Um, yeah. so it's so, it's it's just so fascinating. It's just fascinating. So yeah. whenever like somebody comes with like an accent like this, I'm just like, fuck yeah. <laughs> It's like a resistance, you know? Yeah, no, accents are so interesting because I feel like appreciating Latino people's accents in English helps me, like, accept my accent in Spanish more, you know? Because, like, Mm, I I love it. I mean, I don't hear my parents' accents because I feel like you just can't hear your parents that way, you know? Like, growing up, people will be like, I love your mom's accent. I'm like, what accent? Like, what are you talking about? But, um... But oh, other people, right? Other people um, speaking, you know, speaking English uh, who aren't, you know, native English speakers. Um, I like it. It feels familiar. It feels good, you know? And so, yeah, trying to, like, appreciate my own, you know, and it's like, I don't sound like, like, when I speak Spanish, people are like, oh, where are you from? Like, I don't sound, like, totally, like, gringo, you know? But I definitely also have an accent, right? Like, I don't speak perfectly. Or I don't speak, I definitely don't sound like Cuban, you know, from the island or something. So, yeah, I think just... Yeah, not judging other people's accents, trying to like, yeah, let that's lovely. Except my own. Yeah, totally. Okay, also just the Jasmine Garst thing. I mean, I'm so happy for her. Like, shout out to Jasmine. Also, like, the serendipity, right? That she did that ep- that show, obviously not knowing that like Argentina was going to win the World Cup. Um, obviously, like they were favored right. and whatever. And so, how amazing! I just I hope that brings her so much success. Like the timing of that, like the kismet of like being the person, you know, I driving know, that narrative. I and, it like, really works well. I moment. hope it, yeah, me too. I was like, yeah. this is really dope for you. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, I have been, like, a long time um, rooter against Argentina in the World Cup, but this yeah. cup, this podcast totally turned me. <laughs> right, right. It's more complicated, you know? It's more complicated than it, yeah. than it seems. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love I love your love of La Lupe and always happy to hear her on the show. 
So thank you for bringing that. That's right. <laughs> Tell us what your first song is. Um, all right. So we're a lot of, not surprisingly, there's a lot of reggaeton on the, in the thirsty category. It's like a thirsty genre for sure. Um, so this song is El Alpha and Nicky Jam. It's from 2016. This is Segeta, the official remix. Let's take a listen. <laughs> Ahora si esto está duro, el alfa invitó a loco en Nikia. Matata en este remix. Me fui en cegueta. Me fui en cegueta. Me fui en cegueta. Yeah, yeah. Fui en cegueta, voy a comerle la combi completa. No me miraba cuando estaba en bicicleta. Ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo para la renta. Ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo, ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo, ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo para la renta. Ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo, ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo, ahora está chapeando y está pidiendo para la renta. Ella le gusta que le dé duro. Venta posición y terminamos haciendo un nudo. Me está buscando y sabe que yo soy un rudo. Mami, yo te prendo la luna, quiero en lo oscuro. Me fui en cegueta. Me fui en cegueta. So yeah, this has been on my list of like things to bring to Riley Manea um, for years, and it's a great list for an episode like this because there are so many thirsty songs on it. Um, and so yeah, I just I love the beat, I love the collab. Yeah, this is a throwback song from 2016, and it just fit the bill very perfectly. I did have to do a little bit of sleuthing around about what Dale Segeta means, although obviously I could like, you know, put two and two together <laughs> to get the gist, but I will yeah, tell you that Googling it's two just, and two together. Yeah. Googling doesn't get you where you want to go. <laughs> I don't know where the like like the like DR like PR, you know, urban dictionary is for um, all these slang words, but but yeah, it means what you think it means, basically. <laughs> um, right. Did you know the song back when you were um, back when it came out, you feel like you remember it from the um, coming up? <clears throat> I don't know if I did back when it came out. No. Um, but I love this. And this is like, this was such a different era for El Alfa. I feel like in 2016, mm. El Alfa was in a really different place. I mean, he was like, he's like become this global superstar now. I think right. the profile of Dembo has really changed. Mm -hmm. Also probably like partially to do because of how Bad Bunny engages with Dembo as well. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. this is a very different El Alfa time. Yeah, I love him. He's great. Yeah, I mean, probably in this moment, it was a big deal to have a Nicky Jam collab. Like that like helped him, you know, that that was like an elevation for him of like a, a bigger audience. Um, but yeah, he's definitely got his own profile now for sure. Um, the other thing I really yeah. like about this song is it has a little bit of like feminism to it. You know, I feel like it's so easy to paint this wide brush over reggaeton and be like, it's sexist, it's misogynist. But like, actually listen to some of these lyrics, you know, it's not always the case. So um, this, um, the line in particular where he says, si te gusta duro, te voy a dar duro, pero no te voy a maltratar. Right? So it's like, I'm going to give you what you want, you know? Like, this is, can be like a consensual thing, right? It's not about just yeah, like... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, people skip these messages a lot. 
um, in reggaeton. Like, I feel like even like listening to like Hector El Fader back in the day, he's like, tu quieres duro? And then the girl's like, dale papi, dale bien duro. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's just like, he's literally asking. Right. You know? He's literally like, getting consent. Like, so. what a beautiful modeling, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Like, don't always assume that just because it, you know, like, dale segueta doesn't necessarily as like a phrase imply a lot of consent, but like, listen to what they're actually saying, you know? And so... Yeah, I appreciate that about this. Um, yeah, the thirst can go in both directions, you know? Love that. It reminds me also of um, the Boys to Men song, I'll Make Love to You, which I feel like is such a, is such oh, a like iconic God. consent anthem. <laughs> Almost to the point where it's like a little bit, Absolutely. it's a little bit like, okay, stop asking, you know, but it's like, you know, I'll make love to like you, you if you want go me to. ahead now. <laughs> it's like a little much almost but it's the the sentiment is really there you know so so yeah they're not the only ones like even these reggaetoneros who have all sorts of songs can can offer that sentiment so i appreciate it your next pick is also a little bit of a throwback it is it's about the same era 2016 vibes this is the first Tomasa del Real song I ever heard. She's also, her profile has really changed. Um, she's sort of become like the face of what people started to, and I think have still been calling Neo Perreo. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure how much weight that label really has. No, you know, people are still using it. But um, this was the first song that I've heard from her and it's very different from most of the rest of what she's put out since then but I really love it it's featuring Talisto and it's called Tu Señora I like remember that this was like from our early days because I it's like especially the first you know few months we were editing like it would take hours to edit episodes so like the songs that were in our episodes are like are like drilled into my brain and so I looked back and yeah this is from our fourth (laughs) our fourth ever episode our reggaetonitas episode which is almost seven years ago y'all we are ancient in podcast years that's crazy but I love this song yeah yeah, I really love, like, the production on it is really, like, sort of, like, 
funky and like just like very vibey and chill with the reggaeton beat which is so interesting mm -hmm. um i don't feel like there's a lot of this necessarily and basically the thing that gets me about this song is that it's like you know those songs that make you feel the feelings of the song even though like it's not even remotely your situation like this mm -hmm. is like about lusting from like for your long distance lover like I have not had a long distance lover since I was 17 <laughs> years old. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. lust for nobody that's far right. away from yeah. me. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Totally. But, like, totally. but yeah. Um, this, yeah, this is uh, one of these songs that make me be like, wow, I really, I really, it makes me feel like I'm like lusting for somebody far away that I'm in a relationship with. Amazing. Yeah, I feel like this is a big category for you that maybe because of your ongoing development with like feeling feelings, <laughs> like songs that help you to feel feelings, even if they're not your feelings, seems to be like, a, <laughs> I don't know, something important for oh you. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. Possibly. Um, but yeah, I don't see you being a long distance luster. It's, I think even if you had in a long distance relationship, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be bothered. No, you would no, just be no. like, I'm it's living like, my life. Correct. Come visit me when that you want to visit me. That is absolutely what has happened when I've, like, you yeah. know, had, you know, situations that are from far away. Like, I'll mm -hmm. save my lusting for when you're here. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> well, well, thanks for bringing this gem back to the podcast. All right. This next one I've been wanting to bring for years, and it's absolutely ridiculous, and I love it. And it's about dry humping. It's just going to be a journey, y'all. Um, let's take a listen to El Amor con la Ropa by Speedy. Hagamos el amor con la ropa. Siente la pasión de reggae. Cuando tú apretara mi rosa. I, you, you, you know it. I do know it. I think maybe I know it. It's like a Pettis classic. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. I know it because of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely been one that I think is hilarious for many years. And I think I've been like, should we have an episode? I mean, like, trying to figure out how to have an episode that includes this song. So finally, it's happening. Um, I definitely heard it in 2005. It was probably on the El Caribe mix. I don't know. I haven't looked at that in many years, but it was probably there. Um, but just something about someone singing about 
Hagamos el amor con la, con la ropa just like gets me every time. I don't know. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> also, that's like the definition of thirsty. Like you're so thirsty that you're going to like do it in any way possible. It's very, it feels very like teenage thirsty vibes, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In this song, they're definitely talking about dancing, you know, which is also basically the same thing. I mean, let's be real. When you get really down to it on the dance floor, you're essentially dry humping, you know? Uh, outstanding outstanding <laughs> i haven't done this since like you know i feel like there was a time what really this reminds me of is that song by too close but next too close feel a little poke coming through on uh-huh, you. i mean a lot uh-huh, of people like haven't uh-huh. re-examined what those lyrics mean <laughs> since the time like since that's I've, I've had the experience <laughs> that like people who heard that song for the first time when they were in middle school like right. listening to it again they're like oh it's a revelation i feel a little um, coming through but... yeah i think you you helped me with that revelation yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but so it sort of has that similar that similar mm-hmm. vibe i definitely did know like i caught i caught on in middle school yeah, when i heard amazing. it i was like oh that's amazing, <laughs> especially as someone who's not that lyric. Because I, I feel like it's probably because I was at a school dance and mm-hmm. somebody was like, "Be careful," and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> man, man!" That was like non-controlled, externalized evidence of arousal. It must be interesting to navigate a body like that. I don't even know. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Teenage boys, man, that must must be hard. <laughs> must be rough, yeah. Um, I never danced with any middle school boys. I was always, like, consoling the friends, girlfriends, female friends of mine who were crying in the bathroom. That was my role at the school dances, <laughs> which oh, maybe is some yeah. foreshadowing. Foreshadowing of my queerness. That's, that's so funny. I feel like there was not any bathroom crying in my experience of the school oh, dances. Oh, wow. But... That's impressive. I think that maybe is if people were crying, I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> you just, I think they were crying. Maybe, using, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you weren't that. I think you were not that <laughs> Yeah, people, I mean, I'm sure people were crying in the bathroom. Like, middle school dance is all about crying in the bathroom. My friends were not doing that. My friend, right. I was just talking about how my friend Rochelle was, like, trying to, like, teach me how to dance dirtier, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Well, one of the things yeah. I like about the song is it's, it's not, there's no innuendo. Like, they're just like, no. They're just they, they're gonna spell it out very plainly exactly what we're doing here. There's no um, there's no hidden meaning to the song. Um, so I didn't actually know the original artist. I've heard a bunch of covers and remixes, but um, Speedy is a I think he's the original person behind the song, and he's a Puerto Rican reggaetonero who's been making music since 2000. Have you come across him before? Not other than this song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's. I mean, he had. I was surprised. He's got. Yeah, he's got a lot. A big, um, long career track record, but yeah, this this song came out on it was released on an album in two thousand five, and yeah, it's just forever burned into my brain. Amazing. All right, what you got for us next? So uh, next, I have an artist that I've been meaning to bring for a while. This is Right Now featuring Bray, and this is called Tuyo. Que quiera probar, que no suele tu y yo, y yo, y 
sabes que no nos hace falta nada. So I brought this song because, so, you know, we have brought Bry many times to the podcast and y'all know that I really like him. He's had like a little bit of like a higher profile recently, I would say, I think in the last year. So I think things mm-hmm. are going well for him. Um, I really always enjoy him, but um, I've been meaning to bring Bry now to the show and always like for some reason or another, I choose a different song. Um, but right now is a Puerto Rican artist who's coming up right now and I really like her. I think her stuff is cute. She's like sort of pretty versatile. This is like sort of like, you know, a little bit different than what you see in most like, you know, um, Latin pop these days, but it's also sort of on the housey vibe that, um, that pop generally is going for. So Um, I don't know. I really just want to bring right now. This is her latest single and it's with Rai, who um, is a favorite of mine. Lovely. Yeah, it felt important to me to bring some like um, female voices to this episode because it's obviously mm. there's so many songs by men singing about being thirsty. So my next one is also, I mean, you already had Tomasa, but um, my next one's also another. Lupe, yeah. Fe- oh I yeah, you actually had all female all artists. women, which <laughs> I did not even think about. It's yeah. just how I roll. <laughs> it's like, that's like often the case with us, yeah, is that you will naturally bring like mostly female artists and I will have to like make an effort. I have to make a point of it based on my listening. So yeah, I, I like that balance that we naturally strike. Mm-hmm. So what is your next song? Yeah, so this is called Duro y Suave, and it's by Leslie Grace y Noriel, and it's from 2019. Yo no sé si tú me quieres, pero a mí me va y me viene, porque yo te quiero para mí solita. No quiero sonar intensa, pero dime si me piensa, porque yo... Quiero para mí solita song that's been on my list of things to bring for years and I love this song I love Leslie Grace I love a woman embracing her thirstiness I thought it was an interesting collaboration between the two of them um, I do still always prefer slightly like her bachata because that's like <clears throat> what she started mm-hmm. out in and I always have like a you know tender spot for bachata but you know I have to respect artists in pursuing their creativity in whatever path they want to go so um, yeah. yeah I wanted to make sure to bring at least one woman 
voice into the, my sex selections for this episode. So I have a question for you, but does this sound to you like so much like Despacito? Like mm. the actual production? Mm. I feel like it sounds so similar to me. Interesting. And when was Despacito released? Was it this year? Was it The chords. Oh, it was before. Yeah. Um, I hadn't, I hadn't, that hadn't come up for me, but now that you say it, I think I can hear it. It sounds so similar. I feel like, cause like the producers was like, make this pasito again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it has a different feel to it. It's a little bit less poppy to me than, as than this pasito is. Oh, interesting. This feels very, yeah, very, very poppy to me, but it does, um, the, like the, the vocals are different. But yeah, the production, and like the voice. chord yeah. progression right, 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 is right, like right, right. the same chord progression, right. which right. is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's feeling of like there's nothing new under the sun. Like we're all just kind of like replaying different things that have been done before. But you're that's fair. That's a fair observation. And like, of course, somebody is going to I would not be surprised if someone was like, hey, let's try to make a hit. Why don't we follow the pattern of this mega yes, hit? Yes, I you think know? that that's exactly what happened. I think yeah. that's exactly what happened. You know, they were like, this was really popular. I mean, Despacito was like 2017. So this was like still like in the, yeah. in the third. I mean, I feel like at the beginning of 2018, people were like, wow, this is crazy that this is happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fair, and fair. It, it feels a little bit like, let's try to make this happen again. Does that feel like a turn off to you? Of this song? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. I'm not surprised. Yeah. 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 I'm not surprised. I mean, I feel like your orientation to pop and then that song and, and yeah, this idea of somebody trying to do something for potentially just like trying to be a hit maker, you know? So I hear that. Um, yeah. 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 It didn't work. This song did not, there's nothing near the hit that Despacito was. So. <laughs> I feel like um, it's so interesting because I wonder how much that does work. It's so fascinating, you know? Like, it's just like, does making something that sounds like a similar version of the same thing, like, maybe it does work. It it must work sometimes, often enough, that it, like, you know, because it... I don't know. I don't know. It's it's an interesting artistic decision. Yeah. Business decision, maybe, even. Probably, yeah. I mean, I think that um, it's kind of like when people are like, make me go viral. And you're like, that's not how that works. You know right. I mean? like, like, <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually like, you know. and I, you and I collaborated on something that that was a situation. It was back when the first Mama's Day campaign and you did a, you did that um, drawing, right? Of like a mom yes. on a protest. And then I wrote the words like, you know, flowers are great, but I'd prefer a revolution. And that, that card went like viral, you know, in a small way on Facebook um, back then. And I remember the, and I was working with that, you know, on that campaign and I was the one who made that card with your art and whatever. And they're like, let's do another one. Like, let's go viral again. And I'm like, that's not how that works. Like, I'm not, it's not like you could just, it's not yeah. magic. It, it's like, it's not like, a, it's not a formula, you know, as much as people try to make it a formula. And obviously yeah. you can like, you know, you can pick up on trends and things like that. The message of that picked up on a sentiment that people right. liked, right? But, um, it's an interesting line to think about, you know, like yeah. what's like picking up on like a trend and like hopping on and like when it like feels like, okay, like you're trying to be a copy of this and it's not really working, you know, like, right. and not right. everybody makes the same decisions around like right. where that line is. Because you do want to be in conversation. Like it's clear. 
you want to be in conversation with uh, what what else is happening, right? So it's sort of like a hook. Like, what's a musical hook? Well, you know, right? You're, yeah, you're, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're that's playing the, with a rhythm, that, you know. And so, yeah, that in one way you can look at that as like a normal artistic thing, and another way you can look at it as like a cheesy business decision, you know. Um, and yeah, yeah wh- where's that line? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Everyone has to figure it out for themselves. All right, thanks for listening to our first episode of the new year. As always, all the details about all the songs we brought are in the show notes. The show notes are at RileyManan.com. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Are you still tweeting? Are we still tweeting? I don't even know what's happening on Twitter these days. On We're definitely still on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> We're still on Instagram. Um, I don't know what the dumpster fire that Twitter is currently. I haven't checked in the last 24 hours. And we have a newsletter on Fridays, so you can sign up at, at RileyMania.com or link in the show notes if you want to get a little reminder about our new episodes with some things that we're into. A big shout out to Maite for continuing to edit our show. And we will talk to y'all next week. Hasta la próxima. Bye.